0: hello and welcome to a call for love i believe the most powerful gift you can offer yourself is to give and receive love more freely i'm your host linda orsini meditation guide and spiritual coach everyone has the desire to be seen heard respected and loved The journey to becoming more connected to your greater purpose lies within the ability to live from the deep source of love within you. Let's begin. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to A Call for Love. Today, we're acknowledging the month of October, World Mental Health Day. And although it's really acknowledged one day of the year, this is something that has to be acknowledged every day, of the year. But before we begin, I'd like to share with you a testimony from Dina Ligland. And she says, OMG, you have to listen to Linda's podcast, A Call for Love. I honestly felt like she was talking to me in this episode. I know how hard it is to practice self-love on a daily basis. It's amazing how our five senses can trigger our thoughts, which create Emotions. Linda, I love the part where you talked about how we face our self identity with Who Am I episodes. I will put the link in the show notes, but thank you, Dina, for really sharing that. She's from the United States, so it doesn't show up on Apple Podcasts for Canada, which I live in Canada. And I'm so happy that you are joining here today, a call for love wherever you are. To begin, as I said, this is our World Mental Health Day on October 10th. But it's something that we want to consider every day. You know, we are all fighting a battle no one else really knows anything about because it's mostly internal within ourselves. And I always feel that we're all on a spectrum. We all have emotional issues and problems and sufferings. That no one else can ever comprehend. And we want to be in a place of loving kindness for ourselves and others. Because we don't know what's going on in other people's lives. In order to really show ourselves more compassion and more kindness. And everything begins with us. From us, we can be more empathetic to others. I would like to share with you the soda method. And no, this is not something that you drink, although you may enjoy soda. This is actually the acronym, S-O-D-A, soda. And it's a mindfulness technique. Today, I'd like to share with you in terms of anxiety. I'm not sure that there is anyone on this planet that has not experienced anxiety in some shape or form throughout their life. I have to admit and share that anxiety has been the catalyst, really, for my whole journey through mental health, discovering more about mindfulness, meditation, all the healing arts. I suffer from anxiety. It used to be overwhelming, so much so that my doctor actually wanted to put me on medication for anxiety, but I chose not to. I felt like I could really work through it on my own through other modalities. Now, I'm not saying that sometimes medication is necessary. I felt for myself that I could deal with it. That's not always the case, but I have really built significant tools and techniques in order to really release my anxiety because I can notice when I'm really slipping into it. But I digress. Let's go back to the acronym S.O.D.A. The S means stop. Stop. Really. Stop the madness. Stop. Notice. Notice what you're feeling. Notice anxiety. Pause. Pause. And the pause is really a pattern interrupt, because when we pause, it creates awareness. How do you pause? It's called the pause practice. To pause, you need to find stillness. And there's only one type of stillness, and that is to stop. To stop moving, to stop doing things, to sit or lie down and stop find stillness. Now that when you are experiencing anxiety, that is really challenging. So come into your breath. And when I mean come into your breath, it means notice your breath. When I am having a high anxiety moment, this is what I do. I breathe in through my nose. I exhale through my nose longer than I inhale. And that is the secret, to always exhale longer than your inhale. If you can do that, that shifts the nervous system from fight, flight, or freeze to the parasympathetic nervous system, rest and digest. It calms you down automatically. I am not joking. Let's give it a try. Let go of your breath. Exhale. Inhale through your nose for one two, three, four, exhale, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. I seriously, all I need to do is that breath one or two times and my whole system calms down. This is science. Give it a try. So breathe. Find stillness and breathe. Then notice how your body feels. When I have anxiety, this may not be the same for you, but I feel it in my stomach. I feel it in my shoulders. I feel it in my jaw, mostly in my stomach and my heart. I feel very anxious. And anxiety is fear about the future. It's the unknown. It's losing control. That's what anxiety is. When you come into the present moment with stillness and noticing your breath and noticing your body sensations, then name it. Name the emotion. Are you feeling stressed? Are you feeling anxious? Are you feeling fearful? Are you angry? Whatever it is, today we're talking about anxiety, but you can name your emotion, whatever it is, and name it. Name it to claim it. Really put a name on. And there are really a lot of names for our emotions. And often, many of us are just giving the simple names of happy and sad. Really dive in to see if you can find more names to really label your emotions. I do have a meditation called Feel It to Heal It. It's on Insight Timer, and I will share the link in the show notes but you want to feel it in order to heal it. So stop, pause, create a pattern interrupt through stillness, noticing your breath, your body sensations and your emotions, that's S. The next letter is O, observe. Observe what is going on without judgment. Mindfulness is really observing what you're thinking, without judgment, on purpose, and we only have the present moment. So in this moment, you wanna be mindful. I find the best way to observe my thoughts, feelings, and sensations is through meditation. And my favorite way to meditate is called beditation. And that means meditating in bed, lying down. I place my hands on my stomach or my heart I feel my breath, and I notice and observe what's going on in my mind. That's O, observe. The next letter is D, detach. Say no. Don't believe everything you think. I went to New York City the other week, and I was in a Broadway play called Some Like It Hot. And out of the blue, one of the actors says, don't believe everything you think. Well, I loved it. That's that's my mantra. Don't believe everything you think, Linda. This is what I so, tell myself all the time, because most of the stuff I think is an illusion or something that I've created or just a misperception. So don't believe everything you think. Detach. It's not always true. You do not always have to worry about the future, the unknown. I don't know, you don't know what's gonna happen with our health, with the health of our loved ones, our finances, the economy, the state of our world, environmentally. When you let your mind go into the future, you can really go down the rabbit hole of deep anxiety because there is a lot to worry about, but that's the future and that's where anxiety is. Pull back, come back into this moment Detach, say, no, I'm not going down that rabbit hole. I am stopping, I'm pausing, I'm observing, and I'm saying, no, detach, detach from going down that mental anguish of anxiety. And the last letter in soda is A, affirm, shift, choose a new thought. What if it was easy? What if you didn't have to worry? What if everything was gonna turn out? What if you could trust? What if you could believe in the kindness of human beings? What if you could believe that everything's gonna be okay? Affirm, make the decision. In the Bag Gita, chapter two, verse 47, it says, the only thing we own is our actions. And the only way we can change our actions is to shift our thoughts, to choose differently, intentionally. That is really purposeful. Let's give an example. I will give you an example. I get very anxious about the future. I get very anxious because I retired from teaching at my first eligibility date in order to really serve people in a new way, through global wellness education and this podcast. And I get worried, What if I made a mistake? Maybe I should have stayed teaching longer? What if, you know, people aren't going to listen or my my how I want to serve is not going to resonate with everybody. And then of course, that comes into self-limiting beliefs and are you enough, et cetera. But the point is, When I let my mind go into the future and start getting anxious, then I set myself up for pain and suffering, which is an illusion. I only have this moment. In this moment, am I anxious? Can I stop? Can I observe? Can I detach from those false stories? Can I affirm myself? And that's what maybe you want to invite into your life here today through this podcast, through this message. Now, we are acknowledging our mental health. Anxiety comes in many shapes, forms, sizes. Your anxiety or other people's anxiety may be very different. We all have our inner wounds. We all have the inner work that we are doing. And it's okay. It's nothing to be shameful about. Do I like sharing that I get insecure about how I'm going to serve the world? If I hold shame for it, I can't say it, right? I'm human. We are all human. We are all on this journey. We are all sharing this human experience. And I would like to say, can you do it the best way you can? The only way you can respond to life better, and what does better mean? Maybe with more peace, more love, like a call for love suggests, is to be in this moment with a sense of trust, with a sense of self-compassion for where you are in the moment. When you apply the acronym SODA: stop, observe, detach, and affirm, You can decide where you want to stand. Are you in a place of fear, anxiety, stress, anger, resentment, jealousy, whatever it may be? If you are, it's a call for love. A call to know where you're standing and to make the shift. A shift creates a miracle because that's what a miracle is. A shift in perspective. Create your miracle today. Create your miracle right this moment by deciding what you choose to think of. If you need further support, my Emotional Detox Program is in person and online beginning soon. Check the show notes. If that doesn't resonate with you, find a mentor, find a therapist, Find a way to help you get through your mental well-being. Now, more than ever before, we are suffering mentally. And yes, it's going to happen, but we do not have to be victims to it. If we take small, kind, compassionate steps forward with love and support from others, know who your support system is and reach out to them. I am so passionate about people's mental health. I am passionate about the universe. I'm a passionate about the environment, but how can we be of service to anyone unless we begin at home in ourselves? Healing is an inside job. I feel it's our responsibility to do what we can to help ourselves in order to help others. That's my mission anyways, and I really feel strong about it, as you could tell. And I appreciate and I'm grateful for you listening here today to a call for love. As usual, I wish you great love, great peace in this moment. From my heart to yours, namaste. Thank you for listening. It would mean so much to me if you could share this episode with someone you feel could benefit from its message. And subscribe to a Call for Love podcast to receive new weekly episodes every Tuesday. Head over to globalwellnesseducation.com to learn more.